the horrific massacre in Uvalde, Texas. Look, there are no words to describe this. 19 adorable little children gunned down in a classroom. I'm sorry to even get graphic about this. Imagine the horror. I mean, every life is precious. The preciousness of human life. I can't even stomach this. This is unspeakable, heartbreaking. I almost cannot bring myself to even discuss it. A topic that is this horrific, this tragic. I will discuss it because hopefully something good will come out of this. But we cannot imagine the pain, the suffering, the anguish, the agony that the parents of these children are going through right now. I've waited a few days, and the last thing that I want to do is politicize this in any way, unlike the Democrats. The Democrats who could not wait to jump on this tragedy to politicize it on day one. I mean, people like Joe Biden, within a few hours, the day that this tragedy takes place... Parents are still grieving. Some children are still not even accounted for. And Joe Biden gets on national television and starts talking about the gun lobby. What, what, what is that about? I mean, offer your condolences. Tell people how sorry you are. Discuss the politics. Push it off. Wait, wait a few days. Wait until they've at least counted up the, you know, horrific, horrific, you know, death, death toll. But like literally not just Biden, you had Democrats tweeting, putting out these statements, calling for gun control, blasting the NRA, blasting the Republicans, some of them saying vicious, vicious things, talking about how Republicans care so much about their guns that they're willing to let little children die. They're literally acting as though Republicans are okay with children dying, which is just obviously egregious and reprehensible. So there are three things here that we need to discuss. Number one, we need to discuss the gun control debate. Would gun laws, if they if they have tighter gun law, because these Democrats, they're throwing out all these talking points about common sense gun control measures. But then when you nail down the specifics, it turns out that nothing that the Democrats are proposing would have prevented a tragedy like this, a mass shooting like this in any way. So number one, gun control. Number two, are there things that we could do to actually prevent attacks like this, to actually make the schools more secure, to actually make the law enforcement do a better job? Yes. And number three, in this particular case, were the police negligent? Could the police have done more, possibly either prevented this attack or minimized the damage? There are new details that have unfolded that it turns out the police were waiting outside for an hour while, well, you know, while this mass shooter was barricaded inside the school. Now, how long did it take him to carry out his shootings? It's very unclear what the timeline is, but the police were sitting outside for an hour. Parents were begging them to go in, and they completely against protocol. We'll get into all of this. Furthermore, it turns out that this shooter was literally outside of the school for 12 minutes. There's 12 minutes he started. He crashed his truck, and he started shooting people, and it takes him 12 minutes to get inside the school, and it turns out the school had a door that was wide open that was supposed to be locked so we're going to get into all of that but let's begin with the democrats the hypocritical democrats the phony democrats 
who do not care about human life. And they don't even care about gun control. But if they cared about human lives, well, what about all the thousands of children that are being shot and killed in Democrat-controlled cities, New York, Baltimore, Chicago, as a result of Democrat policies? So here's the thing. When you talk about gun control, see, Democrats can't get away with this anymore. Because when Trump was president and the Republicans controlled the House, the Democrats said, well, why don't we pass gun control when a mass shooting happened, when Parkland happened, El Paso, Los Las Vegas, well, it's Trump's fault. It's the Republicans' fault. You're in charge now. The Democrats control the White House. The Democrats control the House and the Senate. And you tell me, well, they don't fully control the Senate. They need 60 votes. Well, have they tried? Have they tried to get 10 Republicans on board? On board the Democrats, they have passed a bunch of bills. I mean, they're sending money, $40 billion to Ukraine. They passed infrastructure. Have they even voted? They voted on abortion. Have the Democrats voted on, you know, the Supreme Court didn't even rule on abortion yet. Democrats are voting on abortion. Why have they not voted on gun control? I've said this so many times. They love it as a talking point when they're not in power. Blame the Republicans. We need tougher gun control measures. But then when the Democrats are in charge, when Obama was in charge and they passed Obamacare, they did not even touch gun control. So it's it's a phony talking point. They use it. They, they, they put it out there. But they're the hypocrites because they actually believe that gun control would help. At least that's what they claim. And yet when they're in power, they do nothing to pass gun control legislation. I, and, and nobody calls them out on this. It, they're, it, they're total hypocrites. They use it as a talking point, and they're in control. They are in control right now, and nobody has said to Schumer and Pelosi, wait a second, and Biden, and wait a second, aren't you guys in charge? Haven't you passed a bunch of bills? Why are you not passing gun control? Who are you yelling at? You're yelling at Trump? Trump's not the president anymore. And when Trump was president, I said this all the time. I said... They're blaming Trump for gun control. Watch, they, if they're in charge, they're not going to pass gun control. We knew because it happened under Obama. And that's exactly what happened. And they're going to say, well, there wasn't a, uh, yeah, there wasn't a mass shooting until now. Well, they knew there were mass shootings. They knew that mass shootings happened. So what have you been doing for the last 15 months? And even now, Chuck Schumer has delayed a vote on gun control. Why? Why on earth? So why are the Republicans, the bad guys, for opposing gun control? The Democrats, they actually claim to support gun control and they're still not voting on it. So that makes them even worse. And by the way, just gather together 10 Republican senators. I know it's not that easy, but, you know, they're talking about the NRA. The NRA gives $13 million a year to Mitt Romney and gives millions to a bunch of Republicans. Well, there are a bunch of senators, over 10 Republican senators who get very, very little money from the NRA. And the Democrats, they passed infrastructure. They passed all those bills. And by the way, Jared Kushner, he passed criminal justice reform under Trump. He got the, he got Congress together, made it a bipartisan bill. Many conservatives opposed uh, criminal justice reform. It was very unpopular. And yet he figured it out. And as I've said many times, the Democrats, they don't want to pass gun control measures. And I believe the reason is because there are millions and millions of Democrats who are gun owners. People think only Republicans own guns. There are a lot of states, you know, West Virginia, Joe Manchin. I mean, there are just so many blue states that have millions of independent voters who vote Democrat who would suddenly, if you try to take away their guns, uh, they'll be furious and they will actually start to vote Republican. And it appears the law enforcement was highly incompetent. And we've seen this story again and again in Uvalde, as we're going to get to. So here's the thing. I'm willing to discuss gun control. I want to explain this because those people who say, well, how could Republicans be so cruel? They want to own guns. 
even though this kind of thing happens. Number one, I don't believe that, that, that the gun control measures that the Democrats are proposing, I don't think that would help. I don't think it would prevent a mass shooting. But I'm open to the conversation. If you told me, listen, you need background checks, you need waiting lists, you need, you need to ban certain types of weapons. If you said, listen, you can save the lives of children if you put these gun control measures into place, I'm all for it. I am, I'm willing. I don't know if everyone would say this, every conservative. I'm willing to sacrifice. There is a Second Amendment. So there's a limit, but I'm willing to sacrifice certain gun rights if you believe that it will help. But here's the I mean, it rips me apart seeing these children die like I mean, it's heart wrenching. So I'm willing to make a lot of sacrifices. There's always a balance. But, you know, they want background checks. They want to ban ban assault rifles. I don't think it's going to help. But as I said, the Democrats are the ones who are the phonies. I mean, thousands of kids, New York, Chicago, Baltimore, these are black children, right? They care about minority children, minority children. There's a hundred times more children who are who are getting killed on the streets of Democrat cities than there are from school shootings. I mean, it's a, it's a huge number of kids, and the Democrats could not care less. There are teenagers overdosing every day from fentanyl, right? And that that's coming across the border thanks to Joe Biden's open border policies. The Democrats don't do a thing. So the Democrats, they're dancing on the graves of these victims of shootings because they want to ban guns. But when they claim that they care about protecting lives and protecting children, they are completely phony. And um, here's the problem. The problem is that Trump actually did more to ban guns than the Democrats because, as I've told you, uh, Trump banned bump stocks. The NRA begged Trump not to ban bump stocks. They, they even actually took him to court, and Trump defended it, and he banned bump stocks, which are bump stocks uh, basically you know, turn a rifle from semi-automatic into more of an automatic type of uh, type of rifle. It, it, it fires much more quickly. The Las Vegas shooter used bump stocks, and Trump said, I'm banning these things, and it was very unpopular uh, with, with the gun lobbyists. And Trump said, I don't care. Obama actually refused to do it because he said we'll lose in court. Trump did it, and he defended it in court. And here's the thing. It's, people on the left are saying these terrible, terrible things about gun advocates. And that is, you know, here's my litmus test. My litmus test is, would you give up certain gun rights if it would save children's lives? And the answer is, I would. I would gladly give up certain gun rights if it would help save children's lives, but I really don't think it's going to help. And now here's another point, is that the response with this kind of thing, this tragedy happens, and the response always is, we need to do something. We need, we've got to be something we can do. We need to prevent this. We need to take action, right? That's what everybody says. Oh, you know, it's a knee-jerk reaction. We need to stop this. We need to stop this. I want to make a point here. Certainly, I'd love to stop this. I would love to do anything to stop this. But it's not always the case that it can be stopped. It's not, not everything can be stopped. I just want to give you some examples here. Tell me what you think. You know, overdoses on opioids, right? Opioids are used, I mean, painkillers. There are many drugs out there that are used legally when prescribed, and yet there's overdoses that happen all the time. People die all the time of, you know, opioid addiction is is a huge epidemic in the country right now. Plane crashes, right? Drunk driving. How many people die as a result of drunk driving? Swimming pool deaths. How about swimming pool deaths? You never hear people say, oh, we've got to do something. And again, I understand the difference here is that there's a human being who's pulling the trigger. I get that. But same thing with drunk driving. Somebody's getting drunk, getting in his car, killing people. So let's ban alcohol, right? Well, they tried that. They tried to ban liquor. And guess what? It did not work. So, you know, why don't we ban airplanes? Why don't we ban swimming pools? By the way, do we really need swimming pools? Swimming pools, they're a very good thing. We understand the benefit. We understand the value. Swimming pools terrify me. And you hear tragedies all the time, little children. So why don't Democrats say, oh, you know what? We have to ban 
swimming pools. You know, how can you be in favor of swimming pools? Oh, sure. Are they helpful? Yes. But is it worth it? Is it worth kids dying in swimming pools? Nobody ever says that. And the point I'm trying to make, not compare a mass shooter to swimming pools, but the point that I'm trying to make is it's very simple because those are constructive. They have value. Those are beneficial in lives. Alcohol, opioids, airplanes, cars, all those swimming pools, all those things are beneficial in life. So this reaction of, well, we have to stop. We have to ban, we have to ban, we have to stop. Guns have a value. People use guns all the time for self-defense. There's something called the Second Amendment. People have freedom. They have civil liberties. So the idea of like, oh, Republicans are bad because they don't want to ban guns. Well, Democrats are bad because they don't want to ban swimming pools and alcohol and all these other things. No, because if some, it's a balance. Something has a value. It's beneficial to society. Yes, if you got rid of certain harmful things, then, yeah, you, you, you could protect people. I mean, we could have a police state. We could have people that literally, you know, walk around in handcuffs like robots and there'd be a lot less crime. But that, that that's just not how human life works. So, yeah, the Democrats, they don't see the value of guns. In fact, they despise guns. But if you see the value of guns, then you realize, wait a second, it, 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 it's not that you're bad or that you're heartless or that you're cruel. It's that you can't just go around banning everything. And the response of, listen, something has to be done. We have to do something. We have to be able to prevent this. Unfortunately, that's not always the reality. But what's really egregious is that the Democrats are not offering any specific solutions. It's just a, an empty talking point. They're literally using this tragedy to advance their agenda. But like you ask them, well, what gun control law are you are you proposing that would have prevented this shooting? And the answer, they say common sense. They always say the same thing. They say common sense gun laws. And then you say, well, I don't agree with you. And then they say, what, you don't believe in common sense gun laws? Are you, you cruel, evil monster? How could you not believe in common sense gun laws? And that's the game they play, but they never offer specifics. So they're talking about background checks. Background checks would not have helped because the shooter in this case, there, he had nothing in his background checks. A lot of times there is nothing that pops up in a background check with these mass shooters. They're just mentally ill and crazy, but they don't actually have a criminal record. Look, New York State has the toughest gun laws, including a red flag law, and yet the Buffalo shooter obtained his gun legally in New York. Okay, then they say, well, an assault rifle ban. Well, the assault rifle ban happened back in the 90s. The Columbine shooters, had that, that Columbine shooting happened while there was an assault rifle ban in place, and they got rifles. They actually got rifles that were exempt from... The, the assault rifle ban. The, and by the way, they'll get handguns. Shooters will get handguns. Handguns can also do a lot of damage. So then the damage, so, so none of their solutions would prevent these shootings. Then they say increase the minimum purchase age of a gun to 21. I'm open to that. I'm open to that. Now, 18-year-olds can serve in the Army. 18-year-olds, you know, can vote. I mean, there are many, many things we allow 18-year-olds to do, but they say increase the minimum age to 21. Well, okay, but that's not going to prevent... Most of the shootings. I mean, number one, most of the mass shooters are older than 21. This one was not in, in Uvalde and in, and, and in Buffalo. Most of them are. But once they're out there, people are probably going to obtain them. I don't think that increasing the minimum age to 21, I'm open to it. We, we could do it. I don't think it's really going to help very much at all. So no, nothing that the Democrats are proposing are really going to prevent most mass shootings, but it, 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 it's a great talking point. Guns are evil and Republicans like guns. Therefore, Republicans are evil and they want kids to die. Now, but how about securing the schools? Why are the Democrats not talking about securing schools? And Chuck Schumer just blocked a vote on a bill that would help secure schools. So even you want, let's have both discussions. Let's talk about gun control and let's talk about 
locking down schools. And let's talk about secure, you know, paying, funding more security in schools. But that the Democrats don't want to have that conversation. Why is that? That That's egregious. We just spent $40 billion we're paying, sending to Ukraine. You know, $40 billion. And, and how do you defend this? You know, people, well, that's different. How do you defend it? How do you defend? I, we've discussed the whole Ukraine thing. Regardless whether you want to send money to Ukraine, don't send weapons to Ukraine or not. Separate conversation. How do you justify sending $40 billion to Ukraine but not using $40 billion or even half of that, even $20 billion? I mean, literally, we'd be able to secure every single school in the country with $40 billion. And I think that would actually do a lot more to prevent these attacks than banning guns. And how about training? Instead of defunding the police, how about training the police? Because the police in these in these small towns, they have no clue how to respond to these active shooter situations. Let me read you some excerpts here from a Wall Street Journal op-ed. Quote, the massacre on Tuesday has produced the usual demands to do something. We share the impulse and the anger, but what specifically to do? The reason there are more demands than solutions is because the problem of how to stop mass shootings by disturbed young men is one of the hardest in a democratic society. As he often does, Barack Obama summed up the single-minded response of the progressive side of American politics. Quote, nearly 10 years after Sandy Hook and 10 days after Buffalo, our country is paralyzed. He wrote on Twitter, not by fear, but by a gun lobby and a political party that have shown no willingness to act in any way that might help prevent these tragedies. It's long past time for action, any kind of action, end quote. That's a quote from Obama. So now back to the journal. We are not supposed to we are not opposed to sensible gun regulation if it is politically possible and might prevent such killings. Would background checks beyond those already that already exist help? Unlikely since these young men rarely have a criminal record. A six-day waiting period for a gun to receive it after it's purchased, not for someone who's determined to kill. A ban on purchasing a rifle until the age of 21, as Governor Greg Abbott pointed out. 18-year-olds have been able to buy long guns in Texas for more than 60 years, yet for decades, mass shootings were rare. A ban on some or all long guns would still leave handguns available, and good luck enforcing a ban. Every political effort to control gun sales spurs a new surge in gun purchases. If you think society is paralyzed now, try banning or confiscating most guns as Australia has. Then the Wall Street Journal points out, by the way, that it's not the guns that are really the core problem over here. I mean, millions of people own guns and don't do this. It's the culture, it's the mental illness, and it's the moral depravity of society these days. And let me add this. Because, it, it, like I said, Democrats, if they really cared about preventing children from getting shot, get criminals off the street. Stop with this no-cash-bail nonsense, okay, and start keeping criminals locked up in jail. Democrats, they want to defund the police. They release criminals from jail left and right. They allow drug dealers to control the ghettos. They, they allow fentanyl and all sorts of illegal drugs to come across the border, Democrats are literally, their policies are directly responsible for the deaths of thousands of children, and especially minority children, and, 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 and their policies encourage it, and they're acting like we're the ones that are evil, and they're so much more evil. Chuck Schumer, he killed a proposed school safety bill. There was a proposal for a school safety bill in the Senate that would have changed the Department of, charged the Department of Homeland Security with establishing standards for best practices in school safety, and collect clearinghouse data analytics, user feedback on the implementation of best practices. Basically, you know, they, they, there was a bill in the Senate that would have improved school safety. And Chuck Schumer, he shut down that vote. I mean, it's it's disgraceful. Now, let's go into the police response. OK, I've said this so many times. Most of these attacks, I don't know that they're preventable, but most of these attacks, 
they're on the radar. The shooter is on the radar of law enforcement. This stuff doesn't just happen overnight, like somebody wakes up one day. These people are disturbed individuals. They're posting things on social media. They have psychiatric evaluations. So very often they're on the, the radar of the police or on the FBI. Now, in this case, it's still not clear. And by the way, that's another thing. The Democrats, you know, their knee-jerk reaction right away, they're calling for gun control literally within a few hours. And, like, they didn't know any of the facts. And now that the facts are starting to emerge, there are a lot of other things we could point to, you know, that may be much more practical in terms of preventing this type of thing. So in this case, I don't know that this shooter was on the radar, even though he was clearly mentally disturbed. And there were a lot of his friends and people, classmates, people surrounding him who said, oh, man, this man is, is, is he, he's bad. He's, he's dangerous. But here's the thing. There may have been ample response time here. The police could have possibly come in and prevented this. And it's hard to second guess the police. But some of these details are frightening. They're chilling because the shooter, as I said, he shot his gun outside, it seems, for about 12 minutes. There was a 12 minute period. His his truck uh, has some kind of crash outside the school. Then there's a funeral home. You look at a map, there's a funeral home sort of between where the shooter's truck crashed and between the school and he's shooting at people outside this funeral home. Now, from that point till he enters the school is close to 12 minutes. It's like 11.38 to 11.50 when he enters the school. So 12 minutes, 12 minutes, every second counts in these active shooter situations. 12 minutes is an eternity, 12 precious minutes before he enters the school from the moment of the crash and from the moment he starts shooting. So the cops are alerted. Somebody called 911 very early on. Where were the cops for those 12 precious minutes? That's really the question over here. I mean, if if law enforcement were trained better, there'd be some kind of protocol. You hear that there's a shooter within, I don't know, a thousand feet of a school. The cops get there within 30 seconds, within two, three minutes, whatever it is. What were they doing for those 12 minutes? And then it gets worse because he gets into the school. He gets into the school through an open door. That door is not supposed to be open. That door is supposed to be locked. There's supposed to be single entry with these schools. And this school in particular, my understanding is that was the protocol, was single entry. And there's there's some sort of guard there, probably unarmed, at the front door letting people in. But he got in through a side door. And that side door is supposed to be locked except during dismissal. That side door is supposed to be locked and that side door was open. So they literally, the school broke security protocols. If the school had had better security measures, that could have prevented it. And uh, and by the way, they, they got the, 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 the people in charge, the authorities are totally incompetent because they gave like a totally different version of events the first time. And then parents were like, that's not what happened. And there's actually video showing that's not what happened. But here's the thing. The police do arrive. The, 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 the shooter is inside the school and the police are there for over an hour waiting for tactical teams, waiting for like a SWAT team. Hello, and and parents are begging them, go in, go in, go in. Parents were even considering going in themselves, and I don't blame them. So it's like, what were they doing for that hour? Now, maybe the shooter was already in there, and maybe he was, well, he was in there. Maybe he was already in a classroom. Maybe he already uh, did most of the, I don't know what's going on for that hour. Nobody knows, it's a mystery, but maybe he did most of the shooting within that, within the first few minutes. Maybe the police going in wouldn't have helped. We may never know, but you got to go in there, and, 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 and who knows what they could have prevented. You don't wait to negotiate, and this is the protocol. This is the protocol. There was an old protocol where they used to wait. They do not wait for backup. The protocol is whoever is the first responder to arrive on the scene, talking about police or law enforcement, they, they immediately go in to the school and try to neutralize the shooter. So that's the kind of, those are the conversations that we should be having over here is, you know, there may have been so many steps here where this could have either been prevented or where the damage could have been minimized and yet law enforcement failed. And it's the same cops, the Democrats, 
They can't stand the police, right? The Democrats, you know, why not call social workers during an active shooter situation? That's what the Democrats want to do. So the Democrats, they're anti-police. But like I'm telling you, it's not like the NYPD where, where, where these police are, you know, go undergo intense training. A lot of these out-of-town communities, these police departments, they're not equipped. They don't have the training. And if we would focus on law enforcement, I suspect that we could prevent or minimize a lot of these tragedies. Again, not to take away any idea. There are so many ideas. But if we harden these school targets, realize that the criminals, these shooters, they always take the path of least resistance. So if you put up a guard, if you lock doors, if you harden the school— you harden the target, and that helps a lot. We should be spending a lot more money than we than we spent send to Ukraine on school safety, train law enforcement, and train law enforcement that when there's a potential shooter on their radar, they need to keep an eye on the person. And if you want to prevent somebody who's mentally ill and has a violent background uh, from uh, owning a gun, I'm open to having that conversation. Let's have all the conversations. But the Democrats, all they want to focus on is gun control, common sense gun control measures, which are probably not going to do anything, and they don't want to talk about anything else. They block votes for other things, and they're a bunch of hypocrites because Democrats are the reason that thousands and thousands of of people are getting shot and killed uh, all across the country right now in these Democrat-controlled cities. So to recap, the Democrats are complete hypocrites. They could be passing gun control. They could be working on this. They're in control of everything, and they refuse to. They just want to yell about it, pretend like the Republicans are, are at fault. They're in charge. They, and it's just about the talking points. And um, Democrats are offering no real solutions because they say common sense gun laws, that's a nice talking point. But when you get down to the specifics, uh, their solutions would not prevent these attacks. And then they say, well, you don't want common sense gun laws? Well, you must be evil. You must want children to die. And again, focus on law enforcement. Focus on securing the schools. This is not an easy conversation, and there are no easy solutions. But it's very important to at least recognize the facts, recognize what we're dealing with, and and recognize you know, that the Democrats are disgracefully politicizing a tragedy, you know, rather than mourning and rather than extending their their condolences and having a real constructive conversation and reaching out to Republicans and trying to do something bipartisan. You know, once again, they're taking advantage of a tragedy and of a crisis to try to push their agenda. That's going to do it for today. And we will see you next time.